everybody. On Sundays, this one's a little bit different than last week. Last week, remember, it snowed a little bit. <laughs> but it is kind of gloomy day. But you know what? We needed this rain to get things clean. But then I heard that we're supposed to get a possible snow Wednesday or Thursday or something like that. Well, hey, Did folks, you see how it's much? Minnesota. No. It's supposed to be like five to eight inches. What? Yeah. I did not hear that. Yeah. I really? was like looking at it before we came. And he I was had, like, are you kidding me? That's for the Twin Cities area. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yep. Let's not take those plows off yet. Yeah. <laughs> make get sure out those you boots. Get, yeah, I was going to say, make sure you take out your snow pants again. Yeah. I didn't put them anywhere. I keep my stuff out. Yeah. Until the uh, till I am wearing shorts. Everything when I got still when I, yep, <laughs> until I got shorts on, then I know we we're, we made it, and yeah. there's no turning back. Right? Yeah. No, <laughs> well, I just heard like that. The, um, the other day, Friday, my my uh, friend of ours across the street, she just drove up from Florida. She brought her dad up here. She drove. Yeah. Holy buckets. Yeah. The last stint was 15 hours worth that she drove. But oh anyway, my goodness. and so uh, she gets out of the truck and she's got jeans and flip flops on, and I'm like, okay, don't you be dare wearing flip flops. And we had this discussion last Sunday. We did. Yes, because yeah. it was snowing and you had your flip-flops. <laughs> yes. Flip-flops do not go on one's feet until you have shorts on. When you have shorts on, when it's warm enough for shorts, then put your flip-flops on. So, there you go. Okay, folks, so hopefully you got a lot of good questions for me today. That'll be great. Okay, things coming up. Okay, April 10th, this Wednesday, I'm going to be on Twin Cities Live uh, with... Uh, I'm not sure what rescue we've got <laughs> bringing dogs in. But anyway, so Twin Cities Live, April 10th, sometime between 3.15 and, and quarter to four. So tune in to Twin Cities Live. Okay, this Friday is April 12th, and that is wine, a fundraiser for Wine for the wolf, for the Wolves. And it's going to be at um, uh, Vanelli's on the Lake at Forest Lake. It's a wine and beer tasting, a silent auction. And you can learn more about it, wildlifesciencecenter.org. And that's it's a really cool fundraiser. Uh, I'm going to be up there. I'm not sure what time I'm going to get there. Maybe about 7 or so. So anyway, so this Friday, April 12th, 6.30 to 9, Wine for the Wolves. It's their uh, Wildlife Science Center. Um, big, it's a pretty good fundraiser for them. But it's, it's, it's a great time. And they really usually have really nice some silent auctions there. Okay, then we got um, April 25th, we got Paint Your Own Picture by Number. And what you got to pre-register for this, for the fact that you give them a, a picture of what you want to paint of your pet, your dog, your cat, your iguana, your frog. And then they create it into a number, paint by number, and then you go on April 25th and you paint your picture. And so it's going to be at uh, Ahmed's Apple Orchard, the Thor's uh, hard liquor seller type thing. And it's a fundraiser for Bark for Life. It costs 60 bucks and $10 every goes to Bark for Life. So go to RelayForLife.org and then back or slash Bark Stillwater MN and to learn more about that. Okay. So uh, uh, that's April 25th. I want to go, but I can't. I'm busy. But I would love to put like, you know, uh, now uh, this year, if, join my team, my, the walking team for Bark for Life. And that Bark for Life is May 11th from 9 to noon. And by going to RelayForLife.org slash Bark Stillwater MM, uh, join the Katie K9 team. It's Katie's K9 Cruisers, K-R-U-Z-E-R-S. And, and this year is an honor uh, and a memory of my Zelda that I lost in November 23rd to bone cancer. So hopefully you can join my team. And, you know, you don't have to come if you don't want to, but it'd be great if, you know, for a fundraiser for my team to help out Bark for Life. So that's where we're at. So remember all that fun stuff. All right. 
All right. And then, uh, yeah, and then, da, 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 I think that's it. And then there's uh, something happened to me on Facebook this week about something I posted. So I'm going to be talking about that uh, later. Uh, so if you get your ears on and we can discuss that. All right. And then also something happened that we got. This is Jenny, right, from Centerville? Okay. I asked Jenny to call in. Jenny, uh, uh, well, let's bring Jenny up and, and, and talk to Jenny and she can tell us all about it. Okay. Hey, Jenny, how you doing? Hey, Katie. I'm good. Oh, Thanks. good, good. Now, let's bring, tell my listeners, bring my listeners up to date what happened here. Uh, you're, you know, what kind of dog, what you've done up to this point, and then we'll discuss the rest of it. Sure. Yep. So, it's Oliver. He's a little shit to, um, mostly all brown, black, with some white in him, and he's been missing since Wednesday, March 27th. Okay. And then you did the, the, you put posters up all over the place. And if people want to see a picture of Oliver, I know lot, you put him on Lost Dog Minnesota MN, correct? Yeah. Along with yes. about everything else that's out there? <laughs> everything. We yeah. got the whole city of St. Paul lit up. <laughs> there you go. And he got, he got away from you, but he got out, snuck out of the yard. And uh, you've had yeah. some sightings of it. Uh, but then also explain, this is, and I, I'm sure a lot of people that have lost dogs and gone through what you're going through uh, has had to uh, put up with. Nick, help, tell my listeners some a couple of things that you've had to put up with. Oh, my goodness. Just the not knowing, is he in somebody's home? Is he okay? Is he cold? Um, is he still out there? And then, I mean, we get so many sightings, and it turns out to not be him, and it's just such a roller coaster, you know, and it's just devastating, and and you just go such a, you know, throw guilty feeling, and I right. just, I hate that people have to go through this. Oh, no, so kidding. I'm just trying to But you shared with yeah, me, like, some, with some, of the, some of the posters that you put up. Uh, like you put reward, you shared with me like some of the posters you put up, you put yeah. reward on, and then what happened? You got oh, a couple so morons. <laughs> I've gotten like three phone calls from some kids and um, just really, really heart-wrenching. You know, they call and say that they have my dog and they want a $1,000 reward and they're going to kill my dog. Mm-hmm. So... And um, yep. for the most part of it, you know, I've got nothing but outpour loving people that are just out there looking for him. I get calls every day, you know, just praying that Oliver makes it home. So isn't it something how people can rally behind you? They don't even know you, but, you know, they're just kind of they're there for you. Oh, it's just amazing. It is. I mean, I'm just shocked with people out there just. You know, yep, I've seen your poster. We're out there. Everybody's out walking their dogs looking for them. It's yeah. just, it's wonderful. Now, you know, when they say it takes a village, yeah. you know, definitely that's what's going on here. Now, um, Oliver is kind of a, a, a spooky dog, right? Yeah, so when I got him, he was a rescue. And so he is pretty skittish. Um, so my last sighting was last night around, I want to say about nine o'clock okay. and three blocks from my house. But the lady, you know, everybody's saying he's so tiny by the time they get to him, he's gone. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the, the thing is, is that, uh, just a heads up for like a lot of people that are, you know, lost dogs is that we discussed on Friday. I think it was that, you know, be still. 
put, you know, every day put stuff out on your lawn of scent of yours, all right? Yeah. So that the dog can, well, if the wind's in the right way, he's looking for his scent, you know, your scent. You know, familiarity. So every day you should be changing up, you know, an article of clothing from yourself or whatever, you know, put it outside so that because too many people go walking around and then all of a sudden, let's say the dog does pick up your scent, but you're moving. All right. Whereas all of a sudden he picks up the scent and he tries to follow it and it's not stationary and he comes up with nothing. So that's why the bigger thing is to put some of your like a towel that you use in the morning for a shower, put it out on the front porch or the lawn. So if the wind picks it just right, you might get wind of it and that might bring him home all also okay okay and That's, then and then yeah. yep and then and then re don't leave it out there for days because as it sits in the in the air the air is taking your scent away so that's why right. if you want to refresh, you put a new one out every morning and then maybe even every evening. If you want to rotate okay. that fast, that's a good thing to do because then you, your your smell is really lingering well. You're, you know, it's not being okay. washed away by by the air. All right. So right. That's, so that's a good thing. And then if you choose to yep. just sit outside, you know, and talk, you know, sit, call his name every once in a while. So, but unfortunately, more people keep moving and moving and moving, and so the dog can never catch up with you. And so then they just seem okay. to get lost, more lost and more lost. And so just by right. being at home, and like I say, you know, every once in a while calling his name and just being still, and then most dogs and uh, cats or anything, any animal that is lost, especially if they're scared, they usually come out like before dawn because it's calmer and quieter. And then when okay. things start getting busy... Then they start, yeah. you know, they start hiding again. And then in the evening as at, at sunset, you know, where people are starting to be tucked in and uh, people aren't moving around so much. And then plus your smell will be more uh, available to the dog because there's not so much things moving in the air, you know, people, cars, such like that. And the main thing is it's just calmer and quieter. So then they feel more secure and safer to come out and, and, and try to find or whatever. But also what we're trying sure. to find, too, is that maybe somebody has taken them in and doesn't realize where to look, you know, to, to try to match, you know, the two of you up. Right. This is true. That's why, you know, we're hoping to just get the word out there. And hopefully somebody's listening that maybe knows somebody that yeah. may have seen them or, or has got a new dog. Yep. Yep. Right. Now, what area? Yep. Familiarize the area. Where did he leave? For what's the main cross streets of yours? So he went missing. Um, we believe he went towards Forest, and I'm on so Forest and Sixth Street on the east side of St. Paul. Forest and Sixth Street on the east side. What's the uh, what's a a main intersection by you? Um, East Seventh or Arcade Street. All right, those are the two big crossings. Okay. 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 Yeah. And so now yep. we're. Uh, do you want them to go to like Lost Dogs MN and to take a look at? Do you have him posted as Ollie or Oliver or what? Oliver. Oliver. Yep. All right. Oliver. And yeah, he's Ms. on and he's on the Humane Society website and the Next Door Neighbor app. All right. Okay. So that's it. So if anybody's listening, either know of somebody that's got a new dog that might be, you know, a Shih Tzu type mix that you were saying. And how many pounds was he? He's only like seven pounds. Okay. And he's got a fresh haircut and he had a gray collar on. Okay. A fresh haircut. <laughs> yeah. And he's microchipped. Oh, he is. So take him anywhere and get him scanned. Yes. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Okay. That's what and I was going to ask that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jen, and thank he's you. And neutered. 
So Okay, well, thanks for sharing your story. And hold, let's keep our fingers yeah. crossed that somebody comes up with something. Anybody that's listening, if you don't have a computer about going to Lost Dog, just give me a call to Katie's Canines, and then I, I've got Jenny's number, and I can send it that way. Okay? So, Jen, awesome. good luck. I'm Thank keeping your fingers so crossed. You bet. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, uh, give a holler, and then uh, 651-641-1071. If you got any questions for me, 651-641-1071. The male peacocks are called peacocks. What are the females called? Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to the KDK9 Show. I'm here every Sunday, 4 to 6, uh, on FM 107.1. Go to my show page, mytalk1071.com, KDK9, and listen to my podcast. All the shows here on my talk are podcasts, so you can carry, take us anywhere you want. And all the shows are streamed live all over the world. All right. The only male, only the males are called peacocks. What are the females called? Birds. Close. <laughs> Peahens. Oh. Okay, so the peacocks yeah. are the boys. Yeah. And then peahens are the girls. That kind of makes sense now. Well, no, it doesn't, it doesn't. It, yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I don't know either. It is what it is. Well, see, a pig, but then you got a gilt, which is a pig that is not, never had a litter, all right? Oh. And then you got a boar, which is a boy that is, that, you know, hit with his nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but they're called pigs. So why wouldn't peacocks, huh. this, this is, the, you know, a peacock, yeah. and then the boy is called, and the girl is, but just to say peacock yeah. is just a boy, a boy. Yeah. Pe- that, so yeah. what is the name yeah. of it? I don't get it. I don't know. Okay. Let's head for the phone lines. Okay. Sounds good. So we're going to talk to Helen. Helen has a question about um, a new rescue dog that she got in January that... She thinks suffers from anxiety. All right. Hi, Helen. How you doing? Good. How about you? Good, good. So what kind of pupper? Uh, he is a lab mix, and uh, my vet thinks it's probably a boxer, but I also see some pit bull in him, too, so I'm not really sure. Okay. He's a mutt. <laughs> okay, don't say the word pit bull. Too many people have stigmas about pit bulls. I know. So just say I lab know. boxer and, and end of story, all right? Okay. Because there's a lot of insurance companies that if they know you've got any you know pit in there and you don't yep. admit to it, they if something would happen, they're they're going to drop you like a hot potato. <laughs> yeah, that's what so I've that's, heard. So that's why, you know, it's always lab boxer, lab boxer, no big deal. <laughs> okay, because in that way, because unfortunately they got such a bad rap and such a, they are a very good breed. They really are. But anyway, okay, so what's going on? Um, so I adopted him back. His name's Clark. I adopted Clark, him back excellent. in January. Yeah, he's <laughs> the best. Um, and when I met him, he was the sweetest dog. Everything, every single person at um, Humane Society said, oh, he's my favorite. And he was great. For three weeks, people could come in, in and out of my house. And, um, you know, I didn't have a lot of visitors, but having him meet some new people just in short bursts, always making sure that they'd give him a treat and he would snuggle up with them. And then all of a sudden, he became really um, hesitant towards other people and became aggressive towards other people if they would be in his face. And then he also just doesn't do well with other dogs. So it's it's the growl and snap attack. He's never bitten anyone, but he has jumped up and really scared other people. Okay, question. Uh, in and out of my house. Do you do dog parks or doggy? Did you do dog parks or doggy playgroups? Um, so I talked with a doggy play group about getting him started and they said because he has aggression towards people they wouldn't have him in right there no 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 have you did you do you got the pup okay and so i mean the dog and so then during in that three weeks did you take him to any doggy play groups or to any no. uh dog parks 
I did not. Okay. So then something, if he was good for about three weeks. Okay. Now, when he came in, was he happy to see everybody that came over to your house and such like that? Oh, yeah. So okay. I kind of followed the rule of have the person kind of ignore the dog um, until he came up to them and then have the person give them a treat, mm-hmm. the dog a treat. And mm-hmm. he was great with that. And he would be fine for a, the first time he had an incident with a person. The, the gal was over at my house for... Oh, gosh, a couple hours, because he had met her before, and it had been great. Right. Um, And he was actually laying on her lap and hanging out, and then all of a sudden, she went to go pat his belly, and he went to go nip her, and was really upset with her. So it was was almost like a a snap that he had changed. Right, right. Okay, then what about, did he have any vaccinations when when you got him? Had he had, like, a rabies vaccination recently? Um, he had had his rabies vaccination in, I think, early December. So I got him January, mid-January. Okay. Okay. Because okay. sometimes when a dog was nice and then they kind of a, 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 a switch flipped, yep. that it can be vaccine-related. All right. Oh, People okay. don't realize that, especially the ra- the rabies vaccine, because the rabies vaccine affects the neurological system. Okay, uh-huh. so nice dogs sometimes turn into not nice dogs because of yeah. is a reaction to the vaccine. All right, and so there okay. is, uh, like Dr. Jess, this would have been a good question for her last week. Uh, Dr. Jess, you know the the holistic vet. I know yep. there is a remedy or whatever to try to detox the dog if it is a oh. vaccine reaction, and so she would be one. She does over the phone and email consults. She doesn't okay. necessarily have to see your dog because if he was really good for three weeks and you may think, well, how come yeah. he's good for three weeks? And because, you know, everybody thinks that once you get a vaccine that it happens ASAP. And that's why mm-hmm. it's hard to put reactions with vaccine together because if people, if it doesn't happen literally as you're walking out of the clinic, <laughs> yeah. they, they don't, um, they don't acknowledge it. All right. Okay. And so that would be now. Okay. So now how is he with you? Has he gone up against you at all? Only once, and actually it was about two days ago. Um, he is totally fine with me. And if, so the one time it happened, he, I, I believe he suffers from IBS um, because he has such bad anxiety of separation anxiety with me. Um, he will be fine. His tummy is fine for days and days and days. And then his stomach is so loud that it wakes me up from my sleep. And mm-hmm. then he will have an upset stomach. So I went to go pet him because I knew he wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. And he turned and went, growled. And he didn't try to nip me, but was definitely trying to say, hey, stop touching me. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, what? The, here we go. Okay. What food are you feeding? He is on, because he's a sensitive tummy, he's right now, I'm trying to switch him over to a sensitive no, stomach. Don't go down that road. Food. Don't go down don't? that road. No. Uh, okay. Um, uh, what were, but once again, what is the food that you're feeding? Um, it's Costco, grain-free salmon, yeah. like nature or something, salmon and Kirkland, you bet. Okay, and so then um, do you give him rawhide chews, pig ears, anything like that? Nope. Okay, and then what treats do you give? Do you give any treats during the day? Not usually. When I was training him, he was mostly kibble trained, uh-huh. um, and I really haven't given him a treat since I did take him to the vet um, week, 
week and a half ago when mm-hmm. his stomach was really bad. Okay. And she had given him some grain-free treats, but I don't know what brand. All right. Okay, okay. Okay, um, yeah, because I was just looking for, like, some people will feed bacon strips on a regular basis, and they wonder why the dog yeah, is tanking. No, no. so, but anyway, okay, because uh, that's another part of this piece of the puzzle. If you don't feel good, you don't act nice. Yeah, right? yep. Okay, so personally what I would do is when a dog is, like, okay, now we're dealing kind of with a personality change and a gurgling gut. And so, and you know, it's, it's a little bit upsetting to him. And so a a couple things, if this was my dog, remember, I'm not a vet. I'm just the things that I have learned through whatever I give people suggestions to try and see if it helps Mm -hmm. out. All right. I would pull him off of all processed food and I would start getting him on a raw diet for a while. And for you want go ahead. Yeah. I I had him on chicken and rice when his tummy was really bad, mm-hmm. but not too long. How long would you suggest? Okay. But no, 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 not ch- not uh, chicken and rice. I said a raw food diet. Okay. Where okay, you go so and buy you- a formulated raw, you know, like a, okay. what, any of your local uh, pet stores. What area do you live in? I live in Otsego. And I see you all. Okay, let's see. I'm not sure. There it's might like be. Elk River. Yep, 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 yep. There might be. Is there checking down around you? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just go to the freezer section. <laughs> okay. And I like, you know, raw bistro, OC raw, Tuckers. Those are formulated. Okay. okay? And what you got to do is you got to start out with little, like give them to him as treats so his stomach acc- acclimates to the richness of raw. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then you also need probiotic, digestive enzymes, and you mm-hmm. need um, uh, the, because uh, the, if a dog has IBS, uh, extra virgin coconut oil uh, takes out the inflammation in their gut system. All right. Yeah. I had done that for a while on top of his dry food. Right. And so what we want, because it's one teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight. Mm-hmm. maximum three tablespoons, but you have to build very slowly. Otherwise, okay. they will get the runs from that. And slowly means that it takes maybe two weeks or so to build okay. into what you actually need for the dog to take, all right? And okay. then, uh, like I said, they because that's, his gut needs help is what it does. If you can hear that gurgling yeah. where it's, it's that loud, that, oh tells God, you, yeah, yeah. that tells you that it's really in, 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 a, in distress. Same with people. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody will just eat and all of a sudden it's like, you know, you think it's growling because it's hungry. No, the stomach is saying, okay, I am not happy down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so can you hold on a sec? We got to run to break. So hold on. Let's t- discuss yeah. more. Okay. Okay, what does a baby elephant do for comfort? All righty then, thank you for tuning into the Katie Canine Show. Make sure you can get all the show's podcast. Just go to my show page on mytalk1071.com. Baby elephants, what do they do to comfort themselves? Um, uh, uh, um... I don't know, something with their trunk. Yes, it is. It's yeah. suck, they suck their trunk. Okay. They okay. suck yeah, their yeah. trunk right. as a way to comfort like, themselves. Okay. Do you that know what the gestation sense. period to have a baby elephant is? How long no. those poor mommies have to carry those babies? 10 months. No, longer? A year? Double it. 22 months. <gasps> Holy buckets. Are 22 you kidding me? months to Oof. be pregnant. Can you Yuck. even imagine that? No. And then, and, you know, they're no small size coming out. <laughs> no, they're not. Yes. No. Isn't that Oof. just it's unbelievable? Oh. Yeah. I think my. Uh, ugh. Yeah, I thought crazy? my sister was like yeah. unbearable. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, tell her, imagine. hey, you try going 22 months once. <laughs> right, exactly. Next time I see her, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, don't complain. All right. Okay, You're almost go. over. Go. Yeah, there you go. And then the fun, real fun begins with having twins. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're back to Helen. 
Helen's got a dog that decided to start not being nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so that's why <laughs> I think by changing the diet, I think that will help you. And okay. you, you want to try to change the diet over within about a week and a half to two weeks here. All right. Whereas okay. you mix it, like you start out with a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old. And so, yep. and then go that. And it, you know, you're going too fast if he starts getting, you know, loose uh, stools. Right. Uh huh. Okay. So then, just slow down a little bit. But yeah, get, get the like, let's say the OC raw or whatever, or the Tuckers or the Rubby Stro, and then just you know thaw some out in the refrigerator. Always feed anytime you're going to feed a raw diet at room temperature. What I do, I t- you know minus thawed in the freezer or refrigerator. I take it out, put it in the in, in the dish. I put my supplements in, and then I take it, put hot water on just a little bit to quickly, just a little bit. Okay, I don't want to make a soup. Okay. Right. <laughs> but what what I want to take bring it to room temperature quicker. Never put it. Okay. In the microwave never all right oh but it should never be cold it should never be frozen and so anyway so that's the first thing and then um uh does he sleep with you then he does yeah okay okay then now when you go for a walk where does he walk does he walk he's actually a great walker he is um usually right next to me or just a yeah, nice, I was really nice. surprised. I've okay. never had a dog that good before. So, okay. so then, <laughs> then what you want to do then is when people come over, you have them on a leash, so you got control of the situation, right? Yep. Tell them to totally ignore the dog, and then just just leave him alone. But I think okay. if he's not feeling well, that I think that might be part of your problem here, and then maybe it yeah. might be a vaccine reaction. So you might want to get a hold of Doctor Jess at holistic vet care dot com. And tell her, like, the series of events, you got him, and about a month before he had a rabies shot that, you know, uh-huh. Katie, you talked here to the radio show. And just and, and see if there's a remedy that maybe might help do that. Okay. Another thing you might want to look into is CBD oil. I was just about to ask you about yes. that. <laughs> and, and the reason is, is because I've seen a lot of anxiety-ridden dogs that yep. that has worked well for. But there's a difference uh, in the quality, and that's what people have got to watch out. Nobody wants to pay, you know, like 50 bucks a bottle. Oh, look, at, I can get it yep. on Amazon for 25 bucks an hour. Well, there's a reason, all right? I was just about to ask you about a brand. Yes, <laughs> and so that's why you got to do your homework. If you go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com, she just did a really okay. good article about it. And so that's what, just put in CBD oil and then start reading. And then you can just okay. make your decisions from there because you have to really know about it to get the right stuff. Because some people say, well, didn't do anything for my dog. But then if I ask them what, what they got, you know, the brand, okay, I know some yeah. of the lower brands. It's like, you know, I think if you got a better quality, it might, you know, might help you a little bit okay. more. All right? Yeah, I almost purchased a bottle today. And I was like, you know what? I should ask Katie Kane. Yeah. I should just <laughs> Yeah, but no, that's, I've heard a lot of successes with that uh, with, for, from hoping. very, very many people. But uh, there's a, but yeah, we got to also, like, I would suggest obedience classes. You just mm-hmm. need, there, you know, you got a lot of stuff going on here. Right I now, do. I would concentrate on his diet. I would try the okay. CBD oil, and then I would uh, call Jess or email her about, you know, and, yeah. and, and try those three things first, and then okay. maybe work towards, you know, go, doing a, an obedience class and just getting them thinking, and then hopefully right. become a better uh, a better uh, person. No, not person. Yeah. You know what I mean, a better dog. I know. I, I feel so bad because he is the sweetest dog to me, and I, yep. I do know that I think his aggression comes from he is so overwhelmed and nervous that... 
Um, yeah, I just no. don't like him feeling that see, what way, you just so got to do is start teaching yeah, You got to start teaching him tricks. Use his yeah. mind because if he's not thinking, then he has more time to be not a nice dog. And so that's he why you got to so smart. Yeah, see, yeah. and you got to build in that dog. Ten minute dog training games is really a good one because it's got a little mm-hmm. tricks. He's got a little bit of agility. You know, it's got a little bit of everything. And okay. it, because uh, building his confidence also makes him a better steward. You know, a better companion yeah. and just overall better dog. All right. Well, and I've always had you know. Dumb Goldens my whole life. He's the smartest dog I've ever had. He learned... You know, all of his tricks well, put, within the first okay, week well, I owned see there, it, so. But don't limit yourself to just those. There's the sky's yeah. the limit. So use okay. his brain power. Because my Zelda okay. was really, really smart. She picked up on tricks in about three days compared to Gilligan, and some of them still trying to learn it. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> all right. So keep me posted, um, all right? Perfect. I have one quick question if you have time. What? So he was um, basically potty trained when I got him, too. Hmm? And he will not go in the kennel anymore, in in his kennel at all. Mm-hmm. So I've let him out in the house, and he does just fine. He doesn't eat anything up. Mm-hmm. But now he's starting to go to the bathroom and he goes back in the same spot. Yep, then he, he goes back to his kennel, okay? okay. Because a lot and, of times stressful things trigger that. All right. Okay. And he, if he's lacking confidence, having a house or an apartment to take care of, that's a lot of work. He's got to keep tabs yeah. on the whole, you know, square footage. Whereas in the kennel, he just has to take care of himself. He doesn't have to patrol now, the grounds. Not, he will not go in by himself. Like I even threw his favorite toy in there the other day and said, kennel up. Mm-hmm. And he knows that, um, that command, but mm-hmm. he won't do it anymore because now he's associated it with me leaving. Right, but so that's why what How- you got to do is you got to do it like two, three times every day while you are there. That you just okay. pop him in there and feed, start feeding him in the kennel. So that yep, you, that's that, what I do. Yep, and then throw a treat in there, a favorite toy, just say kennel. Sometimes uh-huh. close the door, sometimes not. But uh, but that's where a lot of people make their mistake with the kennel. The only time the dog goes in is when you leave, whether you go to bed or leave the house. Right. And then they start getting and apprehensive I- about it. So that's why mm-hmm. at least two, three times a day, if not more you put them in okay. for a minute here five minutes there 10 minutes there so they realize that you don't always leave when you put him yeah. in there all right i was doing it when i was cooking too and, he, and maybe i just need to do it a couple more times yep. a day then so. you bet awesome Take i appreciate care. your help Thank you, you bet bye-bye bye-bye Alrighty then. Yep. Uh, that's just, there's so much there uh, between. The, it sounds like that dog's got really major upset tummies, you know, going on. And sometimes too, what's really good to do is get a blood profile. Uh, I always tell people to try to do this when the dogs are healthy and the cats are healthy, so that then you have something when they're healthy to go by. But and so to see how their kidneys are liver, that's the only way we know how that stuff is going because they can't tap you on the shoulder and go excuse or the kneecap or the or the ankle <laughs> and just say excuse me, not feeling well here. And so that's. That's why you got to, by getting a complete blood profile, I just had my dogs, the blood drawn from my dogs and to do one to, you know, see how things are going and stuff like that. And that's the only way. So I would strongly suggest if you guys are going in for your spring checkup, uh, if you have not done a complete blood profile, definitely get one. Okay. Get one. And also include a, include a thyroid test. That's not part of the original. So get include a complete blood profile with thyroid test. All right. Also, to some of your spring checkup, you want to do the four uh, where you check for, you do have the blood where you want to check for heartworm, Lyme, antiplasmosis. And then the, a couple of vets have uh, different more uh, tick diseases they, they uh, you know, test for so while you got the dog in there you know try to do as in the drawing blood try to do as much as possible so that you don't have to keep poking your dog and poking your dog and poking your dog all right all right where are we at there ma'am we can start with our next call well, let's do that then okay we're going to talk to leah and leah has a question about an aggressive puppy an aggressive puppy hi leah how you doing good how are you doing good good okay what's the breed of the new puppy 
okay, we have a Habapu. Oh, Habapu, so okay. Yep. And a poodle. You bet. Yeah, and so he's he's 13 weeks. All right, and how long have you had him? We have had him, we got him at eight weeks. All right. So about five weeks yep. now. And um, a couple weeks ago, we gave him like a, a dry hide to chew on. Uh-huh. And it kind of became a little difficult to take away from him. He, we found out he has a bit of a growl. Uh-huh. Um, but we did get away from him just using like a special treat uh-huh. that we use in our puppy classes. Uh-huh. Um, and then now just today we got him a bully um, stick uh-huh. and took that away from him. And the teeth came out. The growl <laughs> came out. My husband got bit. <laughs> so we're kind of wondering... What we should do? Right. Are we doing something wrong? Well, no, because like, what he's like doing that. is that some dogs' personality, they deem something high value, and if you uh-huh. come towards them, touch it and die, all right? Now, this yeah. does worry me that the pup is only 13 weeks and showing this. Usually, you yeah. do not see that until, you know, later as they become more an adult, they'll deem something, you know, like, hey, mine, don't touch it. Uh, yeah. So, this is kind of... Even even like physically, he like uh, curls around it. Ooh, I mean, he's okay. very protective of it. Okay, guess what? He doesn't get any more of that stuff. Not right now. Okay. You are done okay. with anything like that. Anything he okay. creates an issue over, you are done mm-hmm. for right now. Until you get him up and going and getting him thinking a little bit more. Because right now yep. he has puppy mush brain, you know, attention span of a gnat. Yeah, and so that's why he we do, we don't want him to learn this behavior by becoming, uh, you know, what I mean, we're protective over things he deems high value, and so yeah. that's why okay. what, what we want to do now. Um, uh, now a lot of people will say, okay, geez, now we gotta like when he's eating his dinner, we gotta put our hands in the in the food so he gets used to that, and don't mm-hmm. do that. Because that creates even more of a problem. It'd be like, let's say oh, you could really? be, oh, God, yes. You just, just think you're the nicest person in the world, okay? And you sit down to eat and you got a hamburger. So I sit down next yeah. to you and I'm looking at that hamburger like, man, that's a nice looking hamburger there. That's yeah. a really nice. And I reach over to get it. And all of a sudden you're looking at it like, why are you touching my food? You know, you're a right. nice person. But, you know, but so yeah. the thing is, is that I will share if you ask. But don't get your hands into my food. And a lot mm-hmm. of dogs are like that because dogs are, uh, the main thing with dogs is that that's why they come up, dogs eat so fast. Because what mm-hmm. they were, uh, what they're geared toward is, is we came up on something and you have to eat like crazy because to get your fill so that then you can go later and barf it up and save it for later because you're not sure when you're going to get fed next. All right. Oh, and so that's why they, okay. they're they programmed to like you got two or three dogs or even if they're by themselves, you know, to mm-hmm. eat quick so nobody else gets it so that you mm-hmm. can have it. And in and in case of, you know, uh, like I said, if they eat too much and they go throw it up because dogs are the only ones that can throw up at will <laughs> or mammals, I should say. Yeah. Oh, OK. OK. You got to hold on because we got to run a break. So hold on and we'll discuss okay. this more. All right. All right. The the capuchin monkey does something with their hands to wash their feet. Okay. The the, the capuchin monkey does something on their hands to wash wash their feet. What do you think that is? I'm back. Appreciate it much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. The capuchin monkey does what with their hands to wash their feet? Do you have any idea there, Carly? Um... Maybe they like spit in their hands or something. No. Oh, ready for this? 
Do they go to the bathroom on their hands? Yes, they do. <laughs> they pee on their hands to wash their feet. I'm like, okay, really? Yep. Really? So <laughs> those of yeah. you that go to places where there's capuchin monkeys, you know, I know. Watch and, out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't, don't think I them. would be touching them because their hands have been peed on so they can wash their feet. <laughs> I think they're the ones that like throw their poop too or something. Um, I don't know about that. I think the capuchin monkeys, aren't those the ones that like organ grinders? You know, like, you know, you see the, organ, or, the little monkey sitting on the guy's oh, shoulder yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're doing the organ. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a capuchin. I'm not sure though. I didn't look that up. <laughs> But we're anyway. just we're just making up things over yeah, here. Yeah, it's, it's just like good. holy puckers! I cannot believe that. That's funny. Strange facts in the animal world. Hey, so we're learning. <clears throat> Excuse me, so <laughs> all wrong. Okay, let's go back to Leah. We want to talk about this a little. Have a poo that is just having yeah, not nice being nice. All right, are yeah. you with us? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. Okay, okay. A couple questions also for you. Now, where's the pup mm-hmm. sleeping? Uh, in the kennel. Oh, good. And where's the kennel? The kennel is in the living room. Okay. Um, does she settle down easy, or is she making a noise yeah. down there? No. We've been actually really lucky. All right. Okay. Since the first day we got him, he would okay, good. whimpers like okay. a few seconds when he's done. Oh, good, good, yeah. good, good, good. Okay, have you tried walking him on a leash yet? Trying, and yes. And going? <laughs> it's. It's going, we have a longer driveway, and so that's our goal is to do that every day. Oh, good. And so we do that, but, okay. you know. You can also let him drag a leash around the house, and then, you know, you can pit down. That's also, you got now, if he gets on something that you don't want him to, never go for the dog, always go for the leash, and, you know, use okay. the leash, because that's where people get themselves into trouble, is that they grab a collar, and a dog has a flight or flea instinct. And so, okay. and they know you're mad because you're grabbing them by the collar to get them off of something or do something. And so uh-huh. then they, they will turn around and, and nah, there it goes. So if you let them drag a leash around the house and they get used to stepping on it and then, you uh-huh. know, bumping themselves and then it, 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 it acclimates them better to the, to the situation. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, but okay. anyway, okay. So, so what do you say? That's also called resource guarding, you know, when they deem something high value. So what you want to just yeah. do is that, um, anytime a dog has something, this is what people get themselves into a lot of trouble. The dog grabs a sock. Your your knee jerk reaction is to go towards the dog to get that sock. Sock come hell or high water, right? Mm-hmm, okay, right away mm-hmm. the dog you start coming towards them. Then they start deeming it as high value, and the fight is on. So what you want to do when the dog has something? Okay, right now we're not going to be getting them any of the stuff that is high value and nothing. All right, uh-huh. that that's just uh-huh. end, of, end of story right now. And so what right. you can do though is you can practice. Let's say he's got a toy, and then you're going to uh-huh. go, hey, let's go get a treat. Okay, now you so he's got the toy. He's kind of playing with the treat, or the toy. Let's go get a treat. And what you want to do is put get a place that you always go to the same spot in the kitchen or wherever, and mm-hmm. go to where there's a treat. Just a small one. You don't want to get the dog fat. All right. Right. You know, Nutrisource got those ones. They look like little rabbit turds, and they're grain free, and the dogs love them. They come in chicken, okay. rabbit, and salmon. And anybody, they have okay. a height. They smell really good, so dogs are enamored. And they're just coming out with some new jerky treats. They're called jerky treats, but they're not really jerky treats. They're oh god, and they oh, but they're they're going to be yeah. so great. The dogs are going to love them. But anyway, so okay. you just you just say treat, and then you go over to that. You make a little bit of noise or whatever. And then he, when the dog comes to you, oh, good job. Ask him to sit. Okay, mm-hmm. like put the treat close to the nose and then bring the treat upward. And when he sits, just say thank you and then give him the treat. 
All right. Oh, and so what okay. you're going to do is practice this. So when you, if the dog guy has something that you he deems, you know, high value, okay, uh-huh. you, anything. You, you don't even know he deemed it high value until you go towards it. Right. <laughs> so right. If he, it looks like he's got something he's not supposed to have. Hey, let's go get a treat. Come on, let's go. And then go to that same corner, that same thing, whatever type thing, and oh, let's get a treat. And then, you know, treat, okay. sit, and then give him that. Because 10 to 1, as he's coming, following you to go get the treat, he's going to drop mm-hmm. whatever he's got in his mouth. All right. To get the treat. You're right. Okay. To get the treat. Mm-hmm. And then let's say, you know, he still has it. You turn around. He still has got it in his mouth. Okay. But now you got mm-hmm. a treat. So what you want to do, you ready for the treat? You ready for the treat? Okay. And you can, uh, then what you want to do is like n- not lob it far from him, but he, what's okay. going to happen is so that he's going to have to drop what's in his mouth to go get the treat, then step on whatever he had in his mouth. And then lob okay. a treat farther. So as he goes farther, then you go over and bend and pick up what the, what the dog dropped. Oh. Because dogs are so fast that if you drop a treat yeah. and you bend over, by the time you're in the process of bending over, that dog can grab the treat and get, come back and grab, it. grab what's yep. on the floor. All right? So yeah. what you're yep. going to do is you're going to practice this. So it's going to be kind of a trick. So then he's mm-hmm. going to be reconditioned and you're going to be reconditioned. So in case he's got something, let's say, you know, let's say, let's say somebody gives him a bully stick and what they weren't supposed to. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, crap. Okay, come on, mm-hmm. let's go get a treat. And uh, so you'll be, and then sometimes using a squeaker toy. A squeak, squeak, squeak. Let's go get a treat. Uh-huh. Squeak, squeak. Just something to get the dog's head turned to follow you to all of a sudden. Now what he's got isn't such high value, but it's more of high value to follow you. All right. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes, it does. All right. And so that's mm-hmm. what you want. Don't go up against the dog. But right now, because he's got that, and in some personalities, that is more enhanced than other personalities. So it tells me mm-hmm. you're going to have one really tough nut nugget here. To uh, he's going to give you a run for your patience. As far oh, great. as yeah, well, yeah. I know he's cute. <laughs> that's probably what's going to get him through a lot of stuff. But and so it's okay. re- it's really important that you do obedience with him. Okay, and if you're using treat training, it's pet first, treat second. Pet first, treat second. Sometimes the treat goes back into your pocket. Don't always be treat, treat, treat. Otherwise, the dog is mm-hmm. learning to work from his heart. I mean, his stomach, not his heart. All right? Great, great. And so that's why yeah. we got to get him looking to you. So that's why, like I say, treats have their place in the training world. But I just believe mm-hmm. sometimes they get used too often and people forget to phase them out. And then you don't have mm-hmm. a relationship with your dog. You, The dog right. only has a relationship with food. The right? treats. Yeah. And yep. so that's yep. why we want to get him. And then like teaching tricks, get him to sit still, hold a thought, you know, uh, get a, like, yeah. you know, a trick book. And then I have everybody pick out a trick that they want to teach the dog. And then sometimes, like yeah. I say, you could take some of these treats and break them in half. Those little like things that were telling you that look like rabbit turds from Nutrisource. Mm-hmm. You could break them in yep. half. You don't, you know, they don't care about the size of it. <laughs> yeah. They just like, oh, got it. So anyway, yeah, as long as they get a taste. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so that's mm-hmm. why. Uh, uh, so that's what you got to do. You got to get set your program up here. Don't go up against the dog. Uh, yes. Uh, every dog. Everybody wants that dog. You could take everything away from, and they're out there. But then some personalities yeah. are just a little bit more brassy, whereas touch it and die, or what are you going to do about it? You know. And so yeah. which, instead of going up against the dog, uh, mm-hmm. you learn to outthink the dog, and that's what we're going to oh, okay. do. We're going to un- we're going to un- we're going to re- reroute his de- instead of you know say you know what I'm going to get what I want by going what I call through yeah. the back door. I'm not going to go up against you, but I bet you I can get that from you, and you don't even realize it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So you're can outthinking. You go- Right. Can you go back to the hand feeding? We were told in our train from our puppy class that Mm -hmm. we probably, we were having some problems with the hierarchy in Mm -hmm. our household Mm -hmm. with our puppies. Mm -hmm. 
and they had suggested us do hand feeding with him. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you can ha- don't dig in his dish. You you know, I'm, but you can have have him take it out of your hand. All right, but don't yeah. dig in the dish when yeah. the dog is his head is in the dish. Don't no, be putting your right. hands no, in we, the dish. Exactly. Okay. All right. Because right. I thought maybe that complicated thing. Okay, but there's but, a book okay. there that I want you to read. You ready? You got a piece of paper and a pencil. Yes. Yeah. People training for good dogs. <laughs> okay. People That's training for good dogs by Berryman. B e r r y m a n. And if you go to the okay. first letter of that, of each one, people training for good dogs. So ptfgd.com, that's mm-hmm. Melissa's uh, uh, website. And she wrote okay. this book, and I don't have to write it anymore because she did the perfect job. Because it is a very simple, easy, and there's a lot of like aha moments when owners read this book. That you don't realize sometimes the things that you do or do not do that sets things in motion. All right? And so that's why it's really good. And you just got to learn to think like a dog and not like a human. And then things could start turning around. Uh, so the whole thing is you never go up against a dog. You learn to outthink them and outwit them. And then now mm-hmm. you just like with two-legged children. If you have a strong-willed mm-hmm. two-legged ch- child, you don't say, mm-hmm. get to your room and clean it because you know that ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so you learn to outthink that willful one like, you know what? Uh, you know, we're going to run up to Wally World here in a little bit. You know, if you got to, can you, if you give me just a couple minutes of your time, can you go hang these clothes or throw them down the laundry chute? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you get what you want by outthinking yeah. the dog, you know, the person and the dog. And in Melissa's book, there's three uh, varieties. There's a, a personality, there's a private, a sergeant, and a general. All right. And so then okay. there's variations of that. And how you work with each one is what the envy things that you have. And so that's why what you got to do is learn to work with the personality. What one works for one dog may not work for another dog. All right? Perfect. So give oh, that a shot. So give me much. a call. And, yeah, if you got any other questions, give a holler, okay? Will do. Thank you. You bet. Have a good one. Take care. Okay, where are we at? A grizzly bear's bite is as strong that it can crush what? A grizzly bear's, grizzly bear's bite is as strong enough to crush a what? We'll be back.